Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. One of my favorite television programs of all time is the animated series Schoolhouse Rock. You might remember Schoolhouse Rock. They were animated educational shorts made in the 70s and 80s designed to teach math and grammar and civics, among other things, to young people while watching Saturday morning cartoons. A fun bit of trivia, one of the folks behind Schoolhouse Rock, one of the animators, is now an Episcopal priest. But unlike useful knowledge, knowledge that I learned in school and should help me in my work uh, as a clergy person or in my uh, daily life or in my uh, civic duties, uh, unlike that knowledge, uh, much of which has left my brain, uh, Schoolhouse Rock has burrowed in to my subconscious in such a way that I cannot forget it. And Schoolhouse Rock still to this day, and please don't judge me for this, it still affects me in a very visceral way. Three is a magic number, still makes me cry. When I hear conjunction, junction, what's your function, I can't help but sing along. And I swell with patriotic pride whenever I hear I'm just a bill or the preamble to the Constitution. But my absolute favorite Schoolhouse Rock episode was Verb. Verb features a very muscular superhero named Verb, and he has Verb emblazoned across his chest. The goal of Verb was quite simple, to teach the young viewer about grammar, specifically verbs, and how they behave in a sentence. And the tagline was so 1970s, Verb, that's what's happening. You may wonder why I'm rambling on about Schoolhouse Rock this morning. You may ask yourself, is this some Generation X nostalgia trip? Well, not entirely. Listen again to today's Old Testament from the prophet Isaiah. Listen to me, you that pursue righteousness, you that seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were hewn and to the quarry from which you were dug. Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah, who bore you. 
For he was but one when I called him, but I blessed him and made him many. Isaiah was speaking to an Israel in exile, a forlorn community needing to be inspired. And not only is the prophet reminding the people of their grand history, but he is also reminding them that their God is a God of action. Their God and our God is the one who created the universe. That their God and our God is the one who chose Abraham and Sarah and made them to be the foundation of a chosen people. That their God and our God is the one who heard their cries in Egypt, delivered them from the hands of their captivity, and brought them to the promised land. That their God and our God is the one that will bring them out of exile and guide them back home. The prophet knew that the people needed to remember that their God and our God is a God of action. God is not some passive, distant, stoic edifice. Instead, God is a God who creates, who moves, who inspires, and who delivers. I saw a different cartoon the other day, a a present-day one. In the foreground, you see two people sprawling on a couch. And in the background, there's a window that has been haphazardly sealed shut with uh, crisscrossed boards and bent nails. And one of the people on the couch says to the other, when I envisioned the end of the world, I did not anticipate so much sitting around. Now, I do not believe that this pandemic, or murder hornets, or Saharan dust clouds, or two hurricanes hitting the Gulf Coast at the same time, or 2020 in general, for that matter, are harbingers of the end times. 2020 won't be my favorite year, but it is probably not the end. And in fact, for many of us who have been blessed with not being directly affected, by much of the real hardship of these past months. 2020 has been, if we're honest, a little boring. Stuck at home, not being able to gather or to do many of the things we enjoy doing. And so we can feel lost or lonely. And if you have been sick or have been affected by the economic and social hardships of this time, you can feel forsaken or perhaps even cursed. These days are not days for the timid. But all of us, like those Israelites in exile, must remember that our God is a God of action. Our God is a verb. Our God is happening. Our God is happening through helpful folks like Ian and Stephen and Bill and Stan who enable us to worship in personally, in person and virtually amid this pandemic. God is happening through the generosity of this parish, which provided school supplies for many of the foster kids in our region. Our God is happening through casseroles made for the grieving and calls to friends we haven't seen in too long. Our God is happening when, as St. Paul wrote to the letter to the Romans in this morning's epistle, prophecy, ministry, teaching, exhortation, generosity, diligence, compassion, 
cheerfulness. My friends, God even happens on Zoom. Sometimes we don't see God. Sometimes we can't fathom or understand God. And sometimes we don't comprehend how God is moving, but God is. God is doing and moving and acting. That is what God does. For our God is a God of action. God, that's what's happening. Amen.